Section four of First Communion Days by a Sister of Notre Dame. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Rose. In one of our large towns in Lancashire, there once lived, not many years ago, a father and mother with five sturdy little boys. The father had to work hard all day in a factory, but he was a big, strong man, glad to be able, by his labor, to earn money for his large family, who had to be fed and clothed and housed. The mother used to take in washing, so she was very busy, too. As I said before, there were five little boys, but there were no girls. Their father, who had always wished for a little girl, daily paid a short visit to the Church of the Sacred Heart, which he passed on his way home, to ask our Blessed Lady to obtain for him, from her divine son, a little daughter. After a time, Almighty God sent him the dearest little baby girl, whom they called Rose. The father and mother were delighted, and they did not forget to say a very fervent prayer of thanksgiving. As soon as Rose could run about and talk, she was sent to school with her brothers, who were all very fond and proud of their little sister. The five boys were all big and strong for their age, but Rose, on the contrary, was rather small, and so fair that often people thought her delicate, though really she had never known a day's illness. Rose was very happy at school and loved by both teachers and children. She got on well with all her lessons, but liked none so well as the first, which was all about Almighty God, and how to love and please Him. By the time she was five and a half, she knew as much as the biggest children in the infant school, and a good deal more than most of them. Imagine her delight when one day Father X, the parish priest, coming into the infant school to settle with Sister, which children might begin to prepare for their first Holy Communion, decided that Rose might be allowed to attend the instructions, although she was a year younger than most of the others. It was to be decided later whether she might really make her first Holy Communion. Rose herself had several times asked to be allowed to make it. Her father and mother were very proud that their little girl should be chosen so early, and they encouraged her to be very attentive. But Rose did not need much encouragement to be good. She was the most earnest in the whole class, and was able to explain many things to her brother, two years older, who was to make his first Holy Communion the same day. When the priest came to examine the class, a week before the day chosen, which was February 2nd, no one answered his questions as well as Rose. February 2nd that year came on a Saturday, so the day before was the first Friday, and on the Thursday all the children of the parish were accustomed to go to confession in preparation for their first Friday communion. There were always so many children to go to confession that day that priests living near used to come to the Church of the Sacred Heart to hear them. There were not enough confessionals for all the priests, so some of them sat on the benches, and the little ones would come and kneel at their feet to make their confession. Knowing how busy everyone would be, Father X arranged for the first communicants to go to confession on the Wednesday, three days before their first Holy Communion, when he would be able to give them plenty of time, for very little children do not like to be hurried. So on Wednesday afternoon the forty-six little first communicants all made their confessions, and during their thanksgiving made up their minds to be very good for the next two days, so that they would not soil their pure white souls. Rose went with the others to confession. All the next day she was so quiet that their mother was afraid she was going to be ill, but the real reason was that Rose was not feeling quite happy. On Wednesday evening her big brother had been teasing her all day. At last Rose, getting impatient, had called him a horrid boy and given him a little slap, which made him laugh more. But Rose, running away upstairs to her bedroom, suddenly looked at the picture of the Sacred Heart over her bed, 
and remembered what she had done. All the next day she was sad at the thought of having, as she thought, spoiled the lovely white soul into which little Jesus was to come. Thursday went by. Friday morning came, when all the little children of the school, who were able, went to Holy Communion. That morning Father X came into the school to make the final arrangements for the next day. Just as he was going out of the infant school, Rose ran up to Sister. Please, Sister, she said, may I speak to Father X? And what do you want with Father X? asked Sister kindly. I've done a sin, she answered, and I do want to go to confession again before tomorrow. Well, run along and tell him all about it, says Sister. He's in the next room now. When Rose came into the priest, she found him talking to the bigger girls. Running up to him, she slipped her hand into his. The priest looked down and smiled. What do you want? he asked. Are you not one of the little ones who are making their first holy communion tomorrow? Yes, father, she replied. But please, I want to go to confession first. How is that? Were you not able to go last Wednesday? Yes, father, but I've done a sin since then, and I do want my soul to be quite white when little Jesus comes in. Ah, oh, I quite understand, said Father X. Now you big girls get on with your work for a minute or two while I have a little talk with Rose. And taking her to the back row of desks, he let her sit on his knee while she whispered her trouble into his ear. Then blessing her and telling her not to worry any more, he sent her back to class perfectly happy. The next day Rose made her first little communion with her brother and all her other little companions. It was the custom in that parish for all the little first communicants to make a novena of communions. That is, for nine days after their first communion, they received our blessed Lord each day. That meant for little Rose getting up at quarter past seven to be in time for the quarter to eight mass. She did not mind that at all. Her only fear was that, when the novena was over, she might not be allowed to continue. May I go to Holy Communion every day, sister? she asked even when the novena is over? Certainly, dear, if mother will let you, sister replied. And mother was quite willing. So day after day and week after week, Rose received daily communion. When Good Friday came, she was quite distressed at the thought of having to miss a day, and asked sister if she thought the priest would let her receive Holy Communion if she asked him. And sister had to explain that no hosts are consecrated on the day on which our Lord died, and that only the dying may receive Holy Communion on Good Friday. Only one priest in each parish receives our Lord in a host consecrated on Holy Thursday. All the summer term and through the holidays, Rose never missed her Holy Communion, even for one day. When the following winter came, her mother thought she ought to have a long sleep now and again. But Rose begged so hard to be allowed to get up that her mother did not like to refuse her. One day her mother came to school and asked sister if she would persuade Rose to have a long sleep once a week. Is she not keeping well? said sister. Oh, yes, her mother replied. She never has a day's illness. Perhaps she complains of feeling tired? Oh, no, she goes to bed at half past six and sleeps soundly all night, but she is often asleep in the morning and it seems too bad to get her up in the dark every day. I don't think I should worry about that, replied sister. Holy Communion will do her more good than an extra half-hour's sleep. So Rose was allowed to continue her daily communion. But one day Rose went out to a party, and it was nearly eleven when she went to bed. 
The next morning at a quarter past seven she was sound asleep, and her mother did not like to wake her. She slept on until the hands of the clock pointed to half past eight, and then she awoke. Jumping out of bed she asked the time, but when she found she was too late to go to Mass and Holy Communion, she cried so bitterly her mother did not know how to comfort her, until, remembering that there was another Mass at half past nine, she allowed her to go to that. At ten o'clock Rose walked into school. "'Why, Rose,' says Sister, "'what has happened? This is the very first time you have been late for school.' Then Rose told her all about the long sleep and being too late for the quarter to eight mass. "'I knew you'd excuse me being late, sister, just this once,' she said. "'Mother will wake me up next time. I came to tell you, but please may I go home and have my breakfast now?' And it really was the only time. Month after month slipped by. Rose went up to the big girl's school. She worked hard at home, too, helping mother. But no matter how tired she might feel, Nothing could make her miss her daily communion. End of section 4